Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. I'm Tom Martino, and for 40 years I've been saying this. Give me a call for help, information, and referrals. We love solving problems. We love making recommendations. We love helping you. This hour brought to you by RealCBDThatWorks.com. You're going to get, listen to this, you're going to get 50% off gummies if you put gummy in the promo code. That's right. This month only, just a few days left, 15 or so days left. Here's, here's what we're doing. Gummies, cherry bombs they're called. They're CBD. You get 50% off those gummies putting G-U-M-M-Y in the promo code. Gummy. So if you order the cherry bombs and put gummy in the promo code, you get 50% off. That's realcbdthatworks.com. Suze is trying CBD for uh, inflammation because she lost her taste buds after COVID and her, her smell and olfactory uh, stuff. And, and here's what happened. Uh, the docs thought, hey, maybe it's from inflammation, you know, and CBD helps with inflammation. So we'll see if it helps. Of course, it's not a cure-all. Nobody is saying that, but it does help with inflammation, pain, and, of course, anxiety. So, Suze, you you'd already took it, right? I've taken two doses. Here's what you're going to find out. You're going it, to it, just tell me if it does anything to your mood, lifts your mood or anything. Just tell me because that's I want to know if you get the same feeling I do when I do it. You can ask Mark that, too. Did you uh-huh. do it last night? Good idea. Did you do it last night? I took one last night. It's none and one of your business morning. if we did it last night. <laughs> did it? Did you sleep well? I did. I got on my monitor yeah. on my watch. It said I got over two hours of deep sleep. Wow. Which I hadn't gotten in a while. All right. Now, by the way, we have a, a, a case right now. We're going to revisit. And Eileen called originally and said, "We have a company that put a tracking system in our home." And they ruined our floors. That's the short story. The tracking system was done by accessible systems of Northern Colorado. Now, they put these tracks in. This is the first time I'd ever seen it. These tracks go on the ceiling throughout the house where you want them. And then you have a sling that suspends from the track. And you can get assistance in a harness. It can even help propel you. It's really a remarkable system. I mean, I've never seen those before. You know, I've seen the kind you sit down, you go up the stairs and all that, but I've never actually seen this tracking system. But Eileen had it put in. Uh, Eileen, how long ago did you have that put in? Uh, The installation started on uh, September the 3rd. Yeah. And uh, the tracking system is working fine, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so you had no, uh, no problem with their with their business as far as putting in the track and your husband has a serious condition, um, very limited mobility and this helps him, huh? And so, absolutely. Yeah. But you, you know, how'd you, by the way, where'd you find out about that tracking system? I had never heard of that. Where'd you find out about it? 
actually, uh, since Arthur is a disabled Vietnam veteran, uh, the VA has a contract with this company. And um, okay. so they are the ones that recommended it. Yeah. All right. So anyway, here's what happened. You say when they left, you noticed your floors were trashed. Is that it in a nutshell? Yes, we've had we had just in the end of June uh, finished the refinishing of our floors and had new hardwood laid in both bedrooms. And now you say it's so mucked up, spot treating and repairing won't help. That's what we are told. Yes, that you have to redo the whole floor. How much is that going to cost? I have no idea. Okay. And I uh, think she had a dozen experts out to look at the floor. Yeah. She did. I think. Wow. Did you have a lot yes, of people, Eileen? We did have several people come out, and all of them said the same thing, that the floor was actually not able to be sanded again. And in order to all take right. out the dents and the split wood, uh, the... That yeah. would not Why did you have so many out after the first, second, and third said it needed to be replaced? Why did you go for four, five, and six? Oh, just because, Suzanne, that's just how I am. I don't know. Okay, so, so did you ever talk to Mike, the owner, up at the Accessible um, Systems of NOCO? Yes, I did talk to Mike, um, and he asked me what we thought, and I told him, um, that it would be difficult, if not impossible, uh, from what I had learned and the research I had done, uh, that the floors could be fixed. But they did offer to send their floor guy to try to fix it, right? Yes. He did come out the day after, Tom, uh, we talked on the radio. No, I'm, you mean Mike's floor guy did? Yes. Okay, let's talk to Mike. Hey, Mike, owner of... Accessible, accessible systems of Northern Colorado. Did your floor guy tell you, give you a report? Yes, he did, Tom. Okay. And I thought that was fair. She let him out there because at first she wasn't cooperating. She thought she didn't want anything short of all new floors. And what did you have to say about that? Or your floor guy? So when my floor guy came out, he did say that he, he agrees that due to the, the hardwood being three-eighths material, it cannot be sanded down. He felt that he could do another coating over top of the existing flooring, which would take care of the majority of the issues, including refinishing areas that we did not uh, touch. To, to blend them, you mean? To blend them, yeah. Yeah. Basically go over it with a whole new clear coat to, to, to refinish the entire uh, living area, dining room, yeah. kitchen, hallway, you know, all, the, all that three-eighths material. Okay, and the fact that it can't be sanded again is because of the age of the hardwood, I guess. And uh, I, no, due to the thickness of it, okay, it, it's only three eighths material, so it can't be sanded. Oh, again. I get it, I get it. Okay, it's probably been sanded multiple times. Who knows? Twice. Well, it's just a it's twice. a thinner product than your typical three. No, I, I get it, I get it. So, so it can be though. You can probably screen it and top coat it and make it look good. But are there any gouges where that top coat would not fix them? Potentially, there is a, a couple spots in one particular area. We dropped a hammer, and so that area, what he suggested would be that he actually cut that out meticulously and then epoxy fill it and try to color match that those particular areas. Okay. So how old is this floor, Eileen? 
the floor was installed when we moved into the house in uh, the end of 2008. Okay. Okay. So let's, you know, hey, we had our expert go out. That's the thing we wanted to do. We wanted to see what our expert or one of them we have up north, family carpet one floor and home. And uh, let's let's talk to John, see what he found. John, welcome to the show. John Martinez, um, wh- what is your service area, John? You go up in that area? Yeah, we're uh, Longmont, Berthoud, Loveland, okay. Boulder. What did you um, find? That area. What did you find? Well, pretty pretty much the same thing that uh, Mike's guy saw uh, in that uh, a screening coat. Actually, it would probably take a double screening coat, but that wouldn't take care of the indentations. Um, but the problem is not the application. The problem is the intrusion on Eileen's and her husband's life. Um, he is uh, um, an invalid. Um, he can't just very easily load him in a van and go stay at a motel for a couple of days. Um, he has to actually go to an assisted living oh facility goodness. of some sort. So it's, it's much broader in their case than it would be in yours or mine. I wonder how he did. They did it last year you know, when you they took, resanded. You took the words right how out of my mouth. How did they do all of that without moving him? So, yeah. So what did you do, Eileen, last time you redid all the floors? The last time we redid those floors, my husband was in acute rehab. Okay, got it. And, okay, that's fine. That's would... enough. That's enough. That's fine. I mean, I just need to know. So so I understand the special circumstances, but here's what I want to do. I want to try to be realistic here because, you know, obviously there's a limit to liability. I mean, obviously if they did damage, they, they should try to fix it and make you whole. But there becomes a time where damages it can be almost ridiculous. Like, for example, by the time you talk about temporary housing and floors and repairs, I mean, we could be talking about a hundred grand. I mean, you know, and, and this is like something maybe insurance has to step in or are they really liable for all of that? Now, again, I want to ask John, John, is this damage widespread and is it from them or is it just an older floor? I, we were depending on you to give us an unbiased look. Is this damage widespread? Would you say they pretty much marred up that floor pretty good? Yes, they did. And um, Okay, yeah, and he doesn't have a dog in this fight. No, it, but if it's been sanded twice, that floor has age to it. How do you break down... What is owed by who? I, I mean, you can't just put a brand new hardwood floor in and expect the guy to pay everything. No. If the floor is 20 years old. No, I know. I get it, man. Uh, Go ahead, uh, John. I'd I, I like to interject. Um, Who's interjecting? Who's interjecting? This is, this is John Martinez. Okay, go ahead, John. The floor okay. guy. Yeah. Um, this, this, the refinished job was done by Lee's Hardwoods in Windsor. Yeah. And it is absolutely gorgeous. I mean... The rest of the floor just is in pristine shape. Okay. Um, and for them, they would have easily gotten another 12, yeah. 13, 14 years out of it. Okay. it's just immaculate. And you're the expert. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. And, and so what Eileen and I kind of discussed that would cause everybody the least amount of money is actually... Um, and, and to put her back in the yeah. similar position she was yeah. 
is it would be more ideal to replace the existing floor with a pre-finished floor. And that way, he, the husband can stay home. You're right. You're right. Be, uh, and, and again, I, I need to see where Mike's head is on this. But listen, Mike, we sent an independent guy. John doesn't have, a, like I said, a dog in this fight. And from all indications, he's on our referral list. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. He's saying you pretty much marred up that floor a lot. And, uh, wow. I don't think he denies that. He said his guys dropped a hammer and other stuff. Yeah, but I think in the beginning he was underplaying it a bit. I wasn't saying – I'm not saying he's lying. He was saying – that, you know, it wasn't that extensive. You know, we've had a few uh, calls over the years where a refrigerator leaks because someone installed the water line wrong and it hurts hardwood floors in some areas. How did those end up when the insurance companies got involved? Did they end up doing the entire hardwood in the whole house or just that area? Well, let's find out if we've ever had that happen where maybe John has had that happen. We'll talk about that and more coming up. Find a home, get a deal. Yes, even in this market. But you need Frank Duran, therealestateman.com. Remax Alliance. If you haven't compared prices on homeowner's insurance in a while, it's time you did. You might not have the coverage you need, and you're most likely paying too much. Call Compass Insurance and save now. 303-771-HELP. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hey, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK. Frank Duran, the real estate man. You know what he does? He lists homes, he sells homes, he helps you buy homes, and what else he does is a free market valuation of your home. Trust me when I tell you, this market valuation is not a drive-by. It's a close, serious analysis of what the market will yield for your home. And he bases it on hundreds of homes he sells every year. And it's free because he wants to enhance his market knowledge. And of course, if you decide someday to list, maybe you'll use them. Although there's no obligation. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com, 303-920-1622. All right. So, Suze, you had a suggestion. I did. Go ahead. So that suggestion is, okay, fine, let's put new flooring in, an LVT or, or a pre-finished product, and then maybe Mike would agree to pay towards the flooring what it would cost to rescreen the floors. Because at some point, she's getting betterment by brand new floors. She is getting betterment. There is no doubt. However, John, the flooring expert, says this floor, she's not getting much betterment because this floor would last 15 years. But how many, if it was brand new, if it lasts 50 years, then what? 
No, I know what we're saying, John. Uh, John, I'm sure you know uh, the concept of betterment. When you when you damage something of someone's, you don't have to put them in a better position. You simply have to make them whole. So, the point is this: a brand new pre-finished floor. What would that cost in that house? What would it cost? Uh, you're probably in the neighborhood of about fifteen grand. And how much if it was the same hardwood she has now? Rescreened. Well, not rescreened, but just the entire job. 30, how much? They said thirty. That existing uh, floor, if it was new, would be thirty, right? Yeah, because of all the uh, see the other factors that come in with a new with screen and coat is the moving out factor of getting a moving company. No, we weren't talking about that. screen and coat. We were talking about if you replace the existing floor with like floor. Uh, yeah, yeah, about 30 grand. All right, man. So here's the here's the thing. I don't think Mike's a bad guy at Accessible Systems of Northern Colorado. I just think that it's unfortunate. And, Mike, listen, man, I, you know, I know that you guys, you know, didn't intend to have all this. Do you have insurance that covers you? Yes, we have general liability insurance. If we can avoid that, I mean, we all know if we can avoid insurance, it's probably a better deal. Um, do you have any, what do you feel? I've not asked you, what do you feel would be an adequate solution? What do you feel like having your guy repair it? Right. So I guess I'm open to to two options, Tom. I I would be willing to either try recoding it. And I know the complications that come along with that. As far as Eileen's husband happened to leave the house, uh, we deal with people like this day in and day out. So we understand the complexity of somebody like him trying to be out of the house for several days. So I understand that that's not maybe the best solution. I am willing to, you know, probably pitch some money in towards replacing the, the new floors with a pre-finished. How much are you um, thinking? Well, if it's fifth, let's say it's 15 to do the job. Um, the way, the way, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Let, I don't want to interrupt. Go ahead. What are you thinking? So there's, there's roughly 1200 square feet of, of hardwood flooring. Um, and, and there's quite a bit of area that, that is not damaged, um, kitchen, dining room, living yeah. room, or excuse me, not the living room, but the, uh, the yeah. third bedroom, all that, you know, so, uh, Eileen had thrown out a proposal to me last week when I had met with her, but then that tune changed yesterday and she is expecting me from my understanding for me to pay for a hundred percent of this. Hey, I didn't realize there was some different rooms. So you're saying, for example, their bedroom is totally different rooms. But here's the thought. And I know this gets weird, Mark, because it won't match. Well, once they added upstairs, replace the upstairs as well. I mean, how far does this go? I, I don't know. I'm asking for people to give me opinions because, see, Mike, I know you're not trying to skate. But you're trying to do the best you can for the least you can. That's a comment that you're in business. You're supposed to. And, and, and again, there's a limit. Uh, like I said, there's got to be a limit, for God's sake. You can't rebuild a house. I mean, there are times, Mark, when a small, when a small piece of damage, people want everything. We've well, had cases like this, but I don't know what the limit is. You know, I'll tell you where I ran into this in automotive. We would somehow ruin a tire, okay, and it would be on a vehicle that had all-wheel drive, and they'd want me to replace all the tires. And there's no way. My insurance company always said no. 
I owed them the one I destroyed. It's not my issue that another tire they want to replace. I mean, that's how my insurance company always looked at that stuff. No, and the way loss is looked at most of the time in court is that if she got betterment, yes, she would have to either chip in or they'd have to figure out something. 15000 gets her a brand new floor throughout her whole house, which includes about what percentage of the house? I'm going to ask John, and you're still on, Mike. John, what percentage of the house is damaged? If you take the damage and you condense it, is it 10%, 20%, 30%? What is it? How much floor is not affected and not even connected? Um, it, the... The two bedrooms, the hallway, the living room, and the dining room is about, and I'm just guessing because I didn't throw measurements down, um, is about 1,100 square feet maybe. But the two bedrooms wouldn't be replaced. The only thing that would need replacing is the hallway, uh, living room, and dining room. So, And I'm that would be 15 about- grand. About 800 square feet for about 15 grand. And then the bedrooms, which can be screen encoded while Eileen and her husband are still in the house. But if, they're, but if he didn't do any damage in there, why would they be screening To match the those? new floor. To match a oh, new no, no, floor no, no, that's fake. Or you know what I mean. It's LVT. No, no. It's he's, right no, now, no, Mark. He suggested no, replacing he... with LVT. No, no, no. That's not what oh. he just said. I'm sorry. Say it again. He's saying to replace those floors with three with three quarter inch real solid hardwood uh, pre-finished in the living room, kitchen, uh, dining room and hallway. And then match the others. But here's the thing. Three quarter inch is way better than she has now. She has three eighths of an inch. I, I don't think that's what he was saying. Are you saying LVT in some areas? No, and no, then hardwood he's not, others? Mark. He's saying hardwood. That's what he's saying. Hardwood, pre-finished hardwood. That's exactly what he's yeah. saying. And then yeah, match the other ones to the pre-finish. But the thing is, is we're talking about giving her three-quarter inch hardwood, and right now she has three-eighths, less than a half inch. Or excuse me, three-eighths. Yeah, I mean, four-eighths would be... Okay, so here's the thing, less than a half inch. I, I mean, it does seem she's getting a way better floor, John. Yes, no, of course. That would be... It would be a better floor, yes. A way better floor. So, I mean, he's willing... If he's willing to pay a portion of it... You know, Eileen, at some point... Here, here's what I'm going to say, because this is just the way it is. And I'm serious. At some point, Eileen, you either negotiate with Mike... And I'm not saying you have to. But you either negotiate with him or you take it to court. And taking it to court, by the way, no matter what, will never work in this case. Because it, you both lose. You, because you don't get attorney's fees. So, I don't know what you do, Eileen, but I do know this... I do know that I would probably negotiate, and if he's willing to pay a portion of the new floor, I would do it. He's not going to pay all of it, and I don't think he should. You would, you're ending up with that. It, it would enhance the value of your home. It, you, you'd be looking at three-quarter inch solid hardwood as opposed to a three-eighths of an inch laminate right now that you have. I mean, really. You don't have full hardwood right now. And then what do you do for yeah. those transitions yeah, yeah. where you're going from the three-eighths up to the three-quarters? What he said was this. Those are two bedrooms. You simply screen those to match. No, it's no, no, not, but I mean the... the no, there's the, no there's no level change. Okay. I, I don't think there would be a level change. Would, uh, John, would there, be, would there be a change in the floor elevation or level going from the bedrooms to the hallway? There is right now. There would not be after the fact. Okay. So, anyway, what were you going to say, uh, Eileen, about him paying a portion of this? 
actually the floor that we have currently right now, my understanding is it is solid ash. Well, okay. Is it solid ash, John? Is it solid three-quarter inch hardwood floor? Oh, no, it's solid three-eighths. Well, what is the three-eighths? Three-eighths is, is tiny. How can that be? Plank, they don't make three-eighths planks. So are these planks on top of a press board? What is it? Is it an engineered floor? What is it? No, it, it's a solid three-eighths, and there for quite a few years they were offering solid three-eighths. You could literally buy floor that thin. Yes, solid. Three-eighths of an inch, solid. Eileen, you're right, Eileen, it is solid. But but I, I don't think you understand what we're talking about. Normal hardwood floor is is thick. This is three-eighths of an inch. This, Yeah, you have solid hardwood, but it's, it's almost a laminate, for God's sakes, it's so thin. I mean, it's just three-eighths of an inch. So you're, you're getting a way better floor way better. Now, at your age, you may not care, but it's going to enhance the value of your home. The value's going somewhere. And I don't think Mike needs should have to pick up the entire new floor at three quarters of an inch solid hardwood. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, let's put it this way, Eileen. The guy's willing to talk to you, but he's not paying the whole thing. I wish he'd just make an Where offer. should he? He's just not. He's not paying the whole thing. Now, so you got to make up your mind what's fair. I don't know. I mean, I can't tell you. Well, what would you ask for? Same circumstance. It's oh 15 God. grand. Oh, my God. I don't know. I was trying to think about this. Seven? I would. I would, I would say 8,500 at least. What does he think okay, about okay, that? I mean, on. that's coming down quite a bit yeah. from 15. If, if, she, if he paid 8,500. Let Mike stew on that. I got to take a break. Looking to buy a home? Get the best team on your side. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. 303 920 1622. Insurance agents that aren't held captive by one company. That's what Compass Insurance is all about. They find the right company for you at the best price. Call for a free quote now 303 771 HELP. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. By the way, I was looking at um, white papers published on the doctrine of betterment and how courts have decided over the years. I haven't digested enough to talk about it. But it said, uh, on one of them said, on appeal, a court noted, if defective construction can be repaired, the proper measure of the owner's damages is the cost of repair. And anything above that, they should pay. So in other words, what would it cost to repair that? And you subtract that from the cost of a new floor, and she pays the difference. Now, that's in one case, okay? I'm only looking at one isolated case here that a court of appeals went to. Um, but 
It's it's been one of the most confusing things to ever, ever, ever explain to people. And I know why. Even with a car, if, if, if you're not, if you're not, um, you know, planning on buying another car or planning on buying new floors, all of a sudden they say, well, here you go. Now you got to pay for them because you, you just bettered yourself. I know it seems unfair, but you do have added value there, theoretically. So did you talk to Don off the, the, the guy off the air? Mike, what, yes, I did. What did he say? So he said he would prefer it not to go to court or go through insurance, but he does have business partners that he has to present okay. All right. um, any sort of solution Good. to right. and wanted Eileen to call him directly to Good. negotiate. Eileen, this guy is not mean. He's not hostile. I think you should call him and talk to him. Well, and you know what? I would like to do that. Yeah. I would be more than happy to do that. Good. At but least at I got I got cut off before uh, I could finish my statement. Go ahead. I said eighty five hundred, but then I think that uh, it would not be unfair to ask for two thousand dollars for inconvenience. All right, um, Eileen, just really talk. Hard. Eileen, talk to him, okay? Just talk to him. I I can't tell you what he's going to do. You know, you guys seemed. I wasn't here last week. Both of you, Suzanne and yourself, seem like. You were kind of against that guy. Why did he against do, what guy? Uh, the owner last week. Did he like say he didn't do any damage? And I found out he did. I've been totally for no. the installers. Okay. Mark. I I'm honestly not, I'm not for anyone. I honest to God go back and forth. You look at. I, I just didn't know what transpired last week. I'll tell you what. In a pure world, you know, in a pure world. If she had a floor that's going to last her 15 years and this guy damaged it, she shouldn't pay a penny. In a, but no matter what, the, the law looks at it a different way, I think. I'm looking at different laws right now, different uh, precedents. But in general, they're saying if she gets a brand new, better floor, it's not fair to this guy to pay for the whole thing. But she, th- that floor would have lasted them the rest of their lives. Okay, in a pure world. He never, he never said, he was never a jerk. I was never against him. He did, however, uh, he did kind of undersell the damage. He says, look, that it's not that widespread. It can be fixed. And, and, and our guy, John, says, no, the damage, they did a pretty bad job on what, that What floor. about the email? Well, someone emailed us who's familiar with the home and said you would have to have a magnifying glass to see all the scratches. Yeah, but I believe John better. But John's no, I'm an just expert. Saying, that's yeah. the other side. Yeah, and, and he even acknowledged he dropped a hammer on it for in one spot. Yeah, I mean, John, John, let me ask you something. When you walk yeah. into this place, do you walk in and say, "Oh my God, this floor is wrecked"? Seriously, um, it's impossible to answer that because when I went there, she had no less than about 150 pieces of blue tape on the floor. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Okay. But what is your opinion of this floor? I mean, really, I I mean, how gouged is it? Even where it's scratched. Now, you know where it's scratched. A screen can fix it and a a top coat. How many spots... How many spots will a top coat and screen not fix? That's what I'm really interested in. Because the top coat and the screening and top coat can fix all those surface scratches. So how many are not going to be covered by that? How much is really enough that you would have to replace it? About a, about a dozen minor indentations. 
Now, now, see, I have a whole different. Okay, then, I, then, then you. I'm saying, here's what you do. This is what I would do. Mark, you asked what I would do in my home. Here's what he said: a dozen minor indentations. Do you hear what he just said? A dozen in in 1,100 feet. So here's what I would do. I would say to them, I want a screen and top coat done, and in addition to that, I want something for site allowance like an insurance company would do. That's what I would want. I'd want the repair, the screen and top coat, along with an inconvenience or site allowance fee. So see, that's really the issue. The real issue is if you do a top coat, only a dozen minor indentations remain. So now that's putting it more in perspective, isn't it? Now we got to get to all of our people here. We're, we're running behind. And Don has a problem with Air Canada. Don, just very quickly, what is that problem with Air Canada? What is it? Well, the problem, Tom, is that uh, I, I purchased three tickets yeah. for a flight to Rome on December 16th. Ooh. And the, now, this uh, coming December? No, no. Last December 16th for a flight for this July, July okay. 18th. And the third ticket was for my sister-in-law, who had a credit with JustFly.com, and I paid the difference between that credit and uh, the new ticket. Then it went into dispute because they never gave gave us her ticket. Okay. So so you said you had a credit. Hold on. We'll come right back to this. This is going to be a little more complicated. You know that one insurance company that brags about saving up to 15%? Well, how about saving even more than that? Compass Insurance. They represent dozens of different companies and will save you money. 303-771-HELP. You know that saying, you get what you pay for? Not true. You actually get way more with Frank Duran, the real estate man.com when he lists your home. Frank Duran, Remax Alliance. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tom Martino here. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. So, Don, the way I understand it, you bought three tickets, and one of them, you wanted to apply a credit, right? Well, I, I, yeah, the uh, my sister-in-law's ticket was, uh, she has a credit with JustFly.com. I understand. Were you buying the tickets from the same place that issued the credit? No. Then how did you expect that credit to be transferred over to where you were buying tickets? Well, when I talked to Air Canada, they told me because they dealt with JustFly.com, there would be no problem they would be able to handle the credit and I would just pay the difference, which I did. Okay, so what was the difference? The difference was $461.84. What went wrong? What went wrong? Well, what went wrong is that uh, the tickets, uh, the next very next day, they dropped her from the reservation, gave me a new booking number. Why? But why? 
Well, the the emails I have from the manager said that they were working with JustFly.com and they haven't been able to resolve it. Okay, so therefore they did not uh, send her reservation through. So were you That's able, correct. Were you? so where do you stand right now? Well, where I stand now is that the, the issue was resolved because I complained to MasterCard. Synchrony Bank was handling the MasterCard account. Right. And they resolved it, and on... Uh, May 23rd, I was credited back for all three charges. May Then on April 23rd. 20th, Air Canada recharged me for myself and my wife, acting like the third ticket never existed. Okay. And so I started, now I've started a second dispute. The, when was Air the first Canada. dispute credited? It was credited March 23rd. Of this month, I mean of this year. This year. And it wasn't so, a temporary credit? No, I got the full credit for Now, here's what I want to know, though. If you got a credit March 23rd, why did they recharge you? What was that? Why? Just out of, That's the part I don't understand. Did you go back well, into buy? Go ahead. They recharged me because what they did was act like the third ticket, which they could not get any agreement with with JustFly.com, never existed. So they just charged me and my wife. I understand, but why? If you, but you got credit for you and your wife, and didn't I you? I did. But then why did they decide to recharge you if you disputed it? They, uh, okay, hold on. That's the part I don't understand. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help. I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. Welcome to the show. This hour brought to you by RenewHomeInnovation.com. Renew Home Innovation, where Nick and his team do American Standard showers in a day. Now, when I say showers the next day, that means they start the job. Sometimes they get it done in a day, sometimes one or two days, but they start the next day from the time you sign with special discounts for seniors and veterans. They specialize in the wet area of your bathroom that means the shower and tub area they renew that whole area it's beautiful now you can do the whole bath if you want some of course do now they do these custom showers low threshold openings no threshold openings so you can wheel in if you're in have a disability grab bars custom made for you renew home innovations 303-904-2000 303-904-2000 RenewHomeInnovations.com. Now let's talk. We want to help you any way we can. One of the areas people get ripped off at, ripped off in more than anything, Mark, restoration. Restoration. Oh my God. Let me tell you. If you had to pay cash for restoration, it's like what? 200 bucks a fan you rent. For what, an well, hour? It's ridiculous. Here's what they do. They come to your home and they see dollar signs and they think, okay, 
He's got a wet basement. So they start setting up fans and they charge your insurance so much per fan per hour or per day. Then they start doing decontamination, decontamination. Sorry. Here's the point I'm making. All that has to be done for sure. Fans and decontamination. I don't know what's wrong. But anyway, this stuff has to be done, right? But it's the way some of them do it. They just pile up. Then when they're all done, then they get you for reconstruction. All, All I'm saying is this. You need to be careful when you hire people to do your disaster restoration. And never have the disaster restoration, in my opinion, also be the contractor. I don't want them to. I don't want them to. I want, or if they're going to, I want it to be two separate contracts. Now, listen, I'm saying all of that because uh, we have someone on the referral list, and I'm assuming that's what they do because it's called All Dry, Crosby. Are you a restoration company? Crosby, hello. Let's just recap and 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 get him back when he's on, okay? So, I uh, will wait until we have him. I'm going to go to the phones. 303-713-TALK. Desiree, what's going on with you, Desiree? What's happening? Well, I, I spoke to you yesterday about Champagne Motors. Okay, uh, let me get my notes on that. Champagne Motors and Desiree, as I understand it, you uh, inherited a salvaged car from your dad. Excuse me, a, yeah, your dad, right? What? No, yeah. no, you bought. Did you buy a car or inherit? No, you inherited it from your dad. You took it there, and they closed up. You said they closed their yeah. doors. The car's missing. You have no idea where it is. We called and still got voicemail. What happened, Suzanne? So Tom, then I reached out to them via Facebook. And he did message me back saying, hello, please have her call. Okay. So I think she just needs to call up there. And then I guess, Desiree, if they don't answer, leave a voicemail for them to call back. Um, Okay. Oh, wait a minute. He just texted me a picture since then. What did it say? It's for Colorado Roadside Posse and a phone number. So I wonder if her car is in a tow yard because that's what this sign looks like. I'll have to show you. I'm just seeing this. Wait a minute. Is this this guy's... Closed or what? He just said, have her call. And then overnight or this morning, he sent a picture of this private parking lot sign. Says Colorado Roadside Posse with the phone number. So maybe that's where she's supposed to call. It sounds like they pushed the car out to the street and it got impounded or something. No way. No way. Let's call it. All right. Hold on. We'll figure it out. Suzanne, is is Crosby there or not? He said he was there and he was trying to talk to you. Then it must be our end. Crosby, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, thank you. Crosby, are you in the restoration business? Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Now, all dry would assume that you clean up after water events. That is correct. Okay. Do you also do after fire events or smoke events? We're specializing right now in water, mold, and hoarding. Those are our three. Oh, my God. We got someone who specializes in hoarding. Crosby, believe it or not, that has become more not so uncommon. We get calls now and then from relatives needing help. I've, I've heard that. I've, I've heard that's starting to be a big thing. And so we wanted to kind of tap into that market early and, and really focus on that. So that's one of our big parts. And you can help people how? How, how do you tackle those problems? So like you guys were talking about earlier, one of the things that we work 
with you, the client, as well as insurance agents, because we don't want to come in and just rip everything out for the sake of we can get an extra $2,000 or anything like that. At the end of the day, if a client doesn't have to file a claim, we don't want them to file a claim. I don't want their premiums to go up. And likewise, as insurance agents, they don't want to get dropped by a plan by having too many claims filed. And so we're going to work with both of them to make sure we figure out what's best for the client and make sure that they're not going about anything crazy. We also don't do the rebuild for the simple fact of we don't want to blur the line. I love it. Focus, stay in our lane and do what we do really well and let somebody else do the rebuild. So that way we're not tearing out your cabinets or taking down walls because well, we can get extra money that way. We don't want to do that. We want to do business right, and that's what we're really here focusing on. All right, Crosby, hang on if you can, because I wanted to give people tips on when they have a disaster. Seriously, one of the big problems we have is they call us after the fact, after these companies have racked up thousands of dollars in bills, and then they put liens on the house. It's terrible. So hold on. Yeah. And by the way, this is uh, uh, this is uh, all dry services on our referral list at referralist.com. You just heard him. He's not going to purposely rack up with the bill. He's not even going to start an insurance claim or expect you to unless you really need to. So hang on. Now, uh, Don, here's the deal, Don. Um, we, I just need to get a clearer picture of this. Three tickets to Rome, July 18th. What I need to understand is when you called to get these tickets, you said, oh, by the way, my sister-in-law has a credit coming from justfly.com, and they said, we can work with that. You just pay the difference. So you paid the difference for that ticket plus the full price for you and your wife. And then, then they had a problem getting that ticket for your sister-in-law getting the credit, right? And at what point, okay, then at what point did you contest the charge for all three tickets when they told you they couldn't help you? No, it was, uh, yes, but that's after talking to two floor managers. And 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 where where was this? What floor managers where? What what, uh, ticket place? Air Canada. Air Canada, okay. So Air Canada then, uh, issued the credit or did your credit card? The credit card company, Synchrony Bank, issued it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so March 23rd, you got it. Then why did Air Canada recharge you again? Because uh, one of the statements in the Synchrony Bank letter is that the merchant has the option to provide supporting documentation. Okay. So while the merchant did not try to do the third ticket because they knew they couldn't, they did know, they did know that you had two tickets that should not have been disputed in their opinion. But what I want to know is this, are you calling me today because two tickets will do you no good because you want all three? Two tickets will do to me no good because this whole trip was based on us taking our sister-in-law okay, to Rome. Okay, then how about this as a as an alternative? Here, I'm just mentioning this. What if you simply bought that third ticket for your sister-in-law and then worked separately on getting a credit for just from JustFly.com? I'd be happy to do that, but Air Canada has never offered it. Well... Air Canada doesn't have to offer it. Air with Air Canada, you simply buy another ticket. It's not Air Canada's problem to go get that credit. That's your problem, Don. No, I I understand yeah. that, but the tickets were bought 
with the assurance from Air Canada no, I get that it. there would be no problem. But now they say they can't get the credit. Is that right? That's right. But and why? now they also say that, well, JustFly.com says that there are no more tickets for this flight. What does Air Canada say? No more tickets? They're all saying that, well, they're saying that the flight is full. Now, is it possible to buy three tickets on another flight and have these two tickets for you and your wife moved? They won't do that because since they're economy tickets, they're non-transferable and non-refundable. This sucks, man. So you have two tickets, but the whole reason you did this was because you wanted three tickets. And even if you exactly. wanted to buy a third ticket, there's none available. Right. And and I made that clear when I bought these three tickets. That, that's why when they gave what me the What was the reason? I get it. What was the reason Air Canada could not get the credit that you had coming with Just Fly? Well, um, it's my sister's credit, but they never gave me a reason why. Why did your sister have a credit with Just Fly? Because our original flights were for last September when it was all canceled by COVID. And we got our credit back from United because we were flying out of Denver and JustFly.com gave her and the person she was traveling with out of Columbus, Ohio, they, they gave, instead of refunding, they just gave them a credit, whereas my got wife it. and I got our original refund. Doggone it. Doggone and, uh, it. Doggone it is right. This is really complicated. Suze, who should we give this to, really? This, th- here's what would be the solution, is that JustFly issue a ticket to their sister-in-law, to his sister-in-law, his wife's sister, for that flight to Rome. I'll shoot it over to Smarty Marty. Let's, th- that's what we want to do. And I refuse to believe there can't be one, lit- one ticket. Come on. T- can and it Tom, be- she called and tried to do that. And they said that there were no f- tickets for that flight with Just Fly. I wonder if Just Fly doesn't have the credit, and they just don't want to tell her. Well, I think they have the credit, but they may not want to pay it. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. But this sucks, yeah. man. So if you canceled your tickets right now with Air Canada because it does you no good, what would Air Canada say? Well, uh, right that, now... Uh, that, that, uh, that might be the easiest thing. Here, here's what I'm getting at. You, dispu- that would be the easiest. you disputed the three tickets, and they said no... Uh, one of them is okay to dispute, but not the others. This is what you need to do. You need to say, that's ridiculous. That would be as if I bought a ticket for me and my son, and my son's ticket was approved and mine wasn't. I, we, can't, we can't go without the third person. So the fact that they couldn't get us the third ticket, the fact they couldn't get us the third ticket makes the whole thing unusable i would try that let deputy marty try that one we should just try to get a full refund from them did you know if you've had a new roof put on in the last couple years you could be missing massive discounts on your homeowner's insurance call compass insurance now at 303-771-HELP Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. The name says it all. 303-920-1622. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tom Martino here. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. One clear choice garage doors. If you have a broken spring and you need immediate action, they have 24-7 service. They also, of course, have regular checkups, $80 inspections from top to bottom with adjustments, lubrications, and safety adjustments and hinge bolt tightening. That's oneclearchoicedoors.com for garage door openers or garage doors themselves. And by the way, the, the website has complete pricing on everything. OneClearChoiceDoors.com. 720-370-3987. So, we have a problem with this guy. We've had several complaints. And can't get a hold of him, but... What guy? Ira Siegel. And by the way, let me just explain this to you about Ira Siegel. Mark, he's been in court, I believe, 40 times. Hard to believe? It's not hard to believe. He is uh, a scumbag. Wow. Yep. And it's Storm Solutions, Colorado Storm Solutions, I believe. Isn't that right, uh, Colorado? I'm trying to find him on my notes here. Iris, oh, there he is. There he is. Iris Siegel, Colorado Storm Solutions, based in Loveland, did a roof and it failed five times. This was Chris who originally called. The roofer's license was revoked. The roof has to be completely replaced. Siegel accused Chris of actually sabotaging his own roof. Isn't that right, Chris? Yeah, that's right. It's it. This is just uh, a, a another smokescreen. Now listen, um, he's been to court forty times, including tax well, evasion. Well, I know I when I originally did uh, public record searches, it was just for Larimer County. Actually, a Denver News Channel, I think, did a more in-depth uh, search of his public records. Um, for me, I I think there was probably well over a dozen just in Larimer County. Isn't isn't, ranged... he, isn't he in um, on probation? Yes, last I knew, I'm. I've I've called this probation officer. I've uh, emailed her. She who who no would ever interest. tell me who would ever hire this guy? Well, he's a door knocker. He he doesn't he he most of the jobs that I've, I'm learning the people that are contacting me are friends or friends of friends. So I just I just heard um, from two other people who saw my social media posts about him who he has cheated as well. And I'm trying to get them to come on to your show. He has uh, terrible ratings. Let's talk to Sarah. Sarah, are you there? I am. Hello. Hey, you have a similar complaint with this guy? I do. Tell me me about him. Uh, I think it was about three years ago that we had a a pretty significant hailstorm. God, this guy's been doing this this long? 20 years. years. (laughs) No, he's been screwing um, people this long. Yes, yes, yes. So we had damage to both the the roof of our home and the roof of our shop. It's a large shop. It's 2,500 square feet. 
And because everyone had hail damage, it was hard to get the more well-known companies in to, to work on your roof. So Ira was actually um, recommended to me by my sister who works in the insurance business and who had heard who had heard something good about him from another client. My God, what did she hear good? I know. So, <laughs> so he w- we hired him, and um, he, he somehow convinced my ex-husband to pay him up front $20,000. Oh, my God. A, a quick <laughs> search of the Internet would have shown that to be a folly. Yes. So Ira won't come so, on, but he did text me about Sarah and said, interesting how her husband and I have been in communication and reached an agreement, and now she's going on the air. But here's what's weird. He well, has 20 grand of her money. He, well, is no, that true? He, has, he, he No, he has 10. So oh. he, got a, he got a crew in. They did the roof of the house. Okay. And then he, and then he disappeared. Okay. So they, he kept, it, I think it's not quite $10,000. Um, and okay. for, the, for three years, I think it's been now, he, every once in a while we hear from him, oh, I'm going to get to your roof next week. Hey, well, at least, you know, you got something out of him. No, seriously. Well, only because I put those reviews up. I we wonder, didn't hear from him for well, months and he's months, got and months so and finally, many, he's got so many I bad finally, reviews. I finally put the reviews up, and that's when we started hearing from him again. And we told him, We'll take them down when you give us our money back. You know, the one thing I do love about the Internet, Mark, these reviews, I mean, you can't hide from them. Now, obviously, you can have false negatives and false positives, but overall, you get a pretty good idea of how someone fares. So right now, you're owed about ten grand. you figure? Yes, and he has no agreement with my ex-husband. That's not true. That's a, my, I mean, my ex-husband would be willing to come on the show and, now, what about, and attest to that. Do you, know, do you know about Chris? Crap. Do you know about Chris, this guy on the other line, uh, talking about Ira? Um, I don't know the details of what, ha- what um, Chris experienced other than what you just shared. But wow. Chris and I have been in communication for a little bit now. Chris saw my review online. And I'm trying to remember how we ended up getting in touch. Chris probably remembers. I think it was but, your, um, so, your sister maybe saw one of my okay. next door um, postings and then okay. said, okay. I know somebody, and that's how that went. Yeah. Did he so ever? My did, sister feels horrible. She was the one that recommended him to us, so she feels awful. How did she find out anything good about him? Did you ever find out where she heard about him? Well, she said it was another client, so, but I, I don't know the specifics. I don't know who it was. Okay, so, um, Chris, uh, yes. this guy, has he, have you ever heard back from him after all the hell you've been raising? Well, yeah, again, same, similar with Sarah. Lots of promises. He's, um, he, he's a, the king of making promises. And yeah. zero he told me he was done delivered. with Chris. He just texted that five minutes ago. He's done with Chris. I'm why done with he, well, Chris. Why would he? Why, yeah. Of course he'd be done he's with him. He, yeah. His roof has failed five times. Yeah. Now, now, well, now me, that alone, right there, Colorado Storm Solutions me, sucks. The man says, I'm done with Chris. He hasn't even gotten him a roof yet. Yeah. yeah, and the guy needs an entire. He just job texted redone. me again. He must be listening. It hasn't been three years, yeah, and what yeah. happened was they said I could use the money to do a remodel, and the people screwed no. me out of no. eighteen well, grand. Who in the hell would give someone would, money to do a remodel? Why would anyone do that? Why would we get, let him use our money on another project? No, it's total bullshit. <laughs> oh, oh, I got it. Hold on, hold on. I got it. I think we double. You don't have double to double it. Yeah. Did we double it? We don't have to. You don't have to. All right. Um. So does that mean we're going to have double the wait time now to get back? 
Um, in any case, she said a naughty word. If you hear, if you heard some inconsistency in the audio, but that's okay. She's upset. I don't mean it's okay, but I mean, I, I, I mean, she's not. Well, with the exception of using the BS word, the problem is. Why would anybody? She made a great point. Why would anybody in the world give a contractor or a roofer money to do a remodel somewhere else? It doesn't even no, it doesn't add but up. But Ira Siegel, I know you're listening. Let me just say something, man. Seriously. You 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 need to go out of business cuz we're going to put you. I mean, we we can't have people using you. You absolutely can't be trusted. You have too many lawsuits, too many things against you, too many charges, too many accusations. I mean, they can't all be wrong. What number so is he we, texting you from? We got uh, 970-449-3173. I did text him photos of himself and asked if they would work for our sleaze brigade, Tom. Oh, good. See, you're going to let him even pick his own photo. Okay, that's wonderful. So let me get his uh, number again so I can put it down on here. Sure, it's 970. Hold on, 970, yes. 449-449-3173. I just need to tell people... If you see that number in an ad, you got to avoid it. No, I'm serious. I mean, this is what this show is all about. This is the ultimate show for saving yourself time and trouble. I mean, I watch all these people, you know, with good intentions going on, you know, like uh, these neighborhood chat rooms and all this. What is that other that one next door stuff? They're nice, but this gets this goes across neighborhoods to warn people. It's amazing how some of these contractors tap dance. I mean, they all have it in common. When they take money and do a shoddy job or they take money and do nothing, they always tap dance. I know. So, Ira, what excuse? Here's what all I want to know since you're texting us. What excuse is there for Chris's roof that failed inspection five times and you say you're done with him? That's what I'd like to know. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com, with REMAX Alliance. No long-term contract when listing your home, because he's confident you'll be happy with his results. You got teenagers ready to get their driver's license? Young drivers can cost you a fortune on your auto policy. The guys at Compass might be able to save you thousands compared to your current company. Call Compass now, 303-771-HELP. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Tom Martino here, 303 303- 713-TALK, 713-8255. Okay, let's uh, talk to um, this one about, uh, uh, talk to Mark, I mean, about this one that was impounded. Here, Here's the story. She took her car to an auto repair shop that closed up. Um, Champagne Motors. No, Crown Auto. Well, hold on. Champagne Motors, Tom. Crown Auto was a different one. I'm sorry. That's a different one I'm looking at. Okay. So Champagne. Champagne Motors, 2900 South Broadway, apparently closed its doors without telling any of its customers. So Desiree lost her car. It was there being repaired, supposedly. It had lost power, blah, blah, blah. She took it to Champagne Motors. But now where is it, Mark? 
Well, now it's sitting in a, uh, not a salvage yard, but a tow yard somewhere. Impound I, lot. An impound lot. I talked to, I believe is the owner of the impound lot, or at least an employee, and that vehicle is there. They picked up multiple vehicles at Champaign, and I believe at what whose he, request? At Randy, I believe he said the name was Randy's it, request. It worked there or owned the place. It could be the landlord. It could be. But, but I think I the tow guy was uh, tying it back to Champagne Motors approved it. So if Champagne Motors is closing its doors, he calls and says, get these cars out of here. Why wouldn't he just call the customer and say, hey, we're going out of business. Come get your car. That's the baffling part. I don't know. But I'm she's going to pay. Hear, pardon me. I'm waiting to hear back from Desiree because she was calling the tow yard. And then after that, I'll call Randy. She's probably furious. But if all these people now have to pay impound fees. It's not the tow people's fault. Who was the owner of Champagne Motors? Do we know? No, I thought his name was Randy, but I'm not sure. We don't know. Okay. So people, you know what? We get the weirdest calls here. Nowadays, you can't even drop your car off. You, no, you can. If you went to referralist.com, you could. You know, I mean, it's when you use these schlock companies. It's just baffling why you'd handle it this way. Thomas, what's going on with you? Hi, Thomas. Our number is 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. Thomas, what's going on? Hey, good morning. What's happening? Uh, well, I want to start with an attaboy. Your uh, one clear choice garage doors are fantastic people. Good. Thank you for telling me that. Oh, it was, uh, my problem was, they were my second choice. Uh-oh, what happened the first time? Uh, I'm in Bertha, and I wanted to, I like to deal local wherever I can. So I went on email, and I had a garage door. I have a three-car garage, uh, three garage doors, and uh, found a local company, called them out, okay? Uh, make a long story short, when they get all done, after several calls back and forth, a multiple What did you the call works, them for, though? What was wrong with your to, doors? It was up and down, up and down, and sometimes they didn't work. Okay. Um, uh, the, the gentleman comes out. Uh, first of all, you can't understand any of them. Uh, and uh, says, oh, you need to replace the door door opener. I says, okay. Uh, you know, I mean, they know their business. I don't. Uh, he says, uh, I'll get, uh, I can't do it. I have to have my boss do it because of the spring configuration. I sent Susie a letter on it. Uh, and subsequently, his boss came out. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He uh, says, well, I need $650 to uh, get, the, get the order placed. So I gave him a check. A couple of days later, his boss comes out and it puts the garage door in, uh, garage door opener, and uh, gets all done. And I have to write him a check for $814. Still, I'm not upset because, uh, you know, I Wait, don't know what they call it. So it was 650 hold on, 650 plus 800 800 and the total was 1462 Okay. For a garage door opener. Uh, he leaves. The, there's his lead or the supervisor. Uh, and uh, he never did the outdoor uh, remote. Took me a week to get him to come back to do that. He charged me $140 for that. Uh, okay, everything is fine, you know. But then I, immediately after, uh, my other garage door is acting up, so I call Clear Choice. They're out, fix it, same day, everything, wonderful. Uh, same lift master, so on. 
plus was $722. Oh, my God. Half price uh, and better service. service. You got And I've been uh, trying to reach this uh, company, okay? It's local garage door repair. Birth it. And uh, they call the number, and all you keep getting is a, uh, uh, I think it's a, probably a phone service operator. I've been trying to send them an email, the letter I sent to Susie. So right now, what do you need from this Berthed company? Uh, I'd like to get a rebate on, on some of the difference, but I realize every company has the right to charge what they want. Right, unfortunately. And I'm yeah. gullible enough to have paid it. So I really what's don't. It, what's the name of that company again, so we can flag it? Flag it. It's called Garage Door Repair, Berthet, Colorado. Their, their email address is local Garage Door Repair Incorporated. Okay. This sounds like a lead generator. Yeah, it does. Uh huh. Well, it, it sounds to me like they had multiple places. Okay, we're all doing basically the same thing. Yeah. It, it, what, it, what Mark repair. What Mark said about a lead generator? They advertise. A lot of them do it with locksmiths. They advertise and then. Wherever the call comes in, they send out some local yokel. Yeah, I think that's what's happened with the whole thing, you know, uh, to be honest with you. So I, I, I wanted to get them on your... your, your Do you have a copy of the receipt? Uh, I, I know. We need something to track down the actual person or the the company, because yeah. I don't think that's a real company. Just uh, well, well, let me tell you some more here. When I call this number, their phone number, yeah. you get a woman. Yeah. It sounds like a phone service. And I asked them to put, uh, several times, uh, none of their emails work where I could send them. I was trying to email the letter to them. So then I called them and says, you email me back. Okay, here's my email address, and this is where I can forward the letter on to you. Never happened. No, they so won't because I, they're not, a, they're not a real company. They're not. They're a, they're a lead aggregator, a local garage door repair. That's what it is. So beware of that, folks, local garage door repair. Did you know the guys at Compass do an insurance checkup for me every year? They check my homeowners, my automotive, and find me the best coverage at the absolute best price. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. One name is above all when buying or selling your home. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. So, Crosby, uh, you're with um, All Dry Services. You can find the company on referralist.com, an honest um, company for disaster restoration when it comes to water events. And, uh, Crosby, what's yeah. the biggest mistake people make? I mean, what or what's the biggest ripoff you see in your industry? Well... Um, a lot of it is one of the biggest things is when companies come in with and, and have you sign an assignment of benefits. We've seen that in the roofing industry a lot, too. I'm sure you've heard of that. But it's basically when a company comes in and says, we're going to take over the um, policy or like the claim here and we're going to go through and we'll we'll take care of it for you, which is, sounds like a great option. But it leaves the customer a little blind to what is actually happening. And that's when things get inflated a lot. And so we make sure we, we make it very known that that is not what we do. We're never going to come in, make you sign a contract, anything like that. We're going to come in with uh, free estimates because we want to look. We want to assess the situation and then give you an honest idea of like, okay, we, this could be a large claim. We may want to go insurance or this is going to be a $2,000 job. Your deductible is five grand and your water cap for coverage is 10 grand. It's not worse. 
following or filing a claim. And so really, we're just going to come in and assess the situation and, and lead them through the process, not do the process for them. So here's the deal. I never even realized that there are some companies that actually ask for you to assign that claim over to them so they have full charge of it. That's ridiculous. Um, okay. And, and of course you don't want a disaster restoration company in charge of your claim. And, um, you want to know, isn't it good, even if the, whether insurance is involved or not, do you have prices fully disclosed if people ask for them? Because that's another thing I don't like. They start doing this stuff and don't tell you how much it costs. Yes, absolutely. We have all the pricing and we can tell you, um, like an anticipation of, expected like we think these we put in the equipment it might take five days we we can anticipate what that looks like um and then we'll come back every day and check up on the equipment make right sure based on moisture readings and all that i don't we don't want to keep it there longer here's the thing don't let them take advantage of you this is all dry services 720-466-1015 on referralist.com this is the troubleshooter show Somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the troubleshooter. Hi, Tom Martino here. Welcome to the only show of its kind anywhere in the universe where we are solving problems, answering questions, and taking complaints and making your life just a little easier. That's what we do each and every day. Water Pros, by the way, waterpros.net. We'll get you the absolute best prices on complete water systems fully installed in your home for conditioning or filtration. It's that easy. Waterpros.net. You don't get better quality for lower prices anywhere. So if you're looking for conditioning or filtration, waterpros.net. Now, let's talk. What is on your mind today? Thomas has a problem with a garage door company. Let's We left off there. And it's weird. He's in Bertha. By the way, we looked up this company. It doesn't exist. The company, Local Garage Door Repair, is nothing more than a lead aggregator. Let me explain this. When it comes to locksmiths and um, other companies, well, in this case, garage door company, there are some companies that do nothing more than advertise um, locksmith services with a local exchange number, maybe, or a local number, or they, they give you the impression they're in your community and they're nothing more than a lead aggregator. Now, this guy's a little upset. He overpaid for a garage door and everything else because he then went to one clear choice garage doors and found much better service for half the price. But Thomas, I don't think you can go back in time and really do anything about it. If I were you, I'd put reviews online and let people know about it. Oh, that's exactly what I'm going to do, as well as just a little local thing here in Bertha, uh, uh, local businesses and that. So, no, you're not hiring a local company when you call this place. And I didn't realize one clear choice went out to Bertha. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they're they here, okay. Uh, they, uh, I, I come across their little advertisement, and I did check uh, your referral list finally. Excuse me for not doing it in the first place. Well, thank you. And uh, said give it a try, you know, and they were superb. I, I appreciate that. And and they are. They are. I love advertising for them. So referralist.com is what he's referring to, the first original and best list of its kind. I was the first anywhere. That's right. And, of course, you know, that's the rest is history. Everyone copied. 
Referralist.com, though, for help, information, and referrals. Now, Mark, let's talk to you. And then we're going to have some lines open at 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. What's going on with you, Mark? Hi, Tom. How hey, are you today? I'm doing good. It's I. You know what? Uh, it. Uh, I don't know where you are, but it's really wet and dreary. I kind of like this weather. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind it. What's going on with you? For a while. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's what happened. Yeah. About a year ago, we wanted to replace our driveway. Yeah. And replace our front concrete edging because it was getting ratty and cracked and buckling, and our driveway as well. And so we decided we wanted to replace that concrete edging with more of a decorative brick, a short wall with brick in it that matched the brick on our house. So we called Sherrick Construction, asked him to come out and give us a quote. He came out, gave us a quote. Aren't they wonderful? They're wonderful people, Sherrick. Oh, he's he's a very nice guy. Tony's a very nice guy. And he came out and gave us a quote on the driveway, on the brick wall, and I say a wall, it's, it's just a short wall, Yeah. on the brick wall and two, co- two brick columns on the side of our stairs leading up to our front Now, door. I have a feeling this is not the problem because Sherrick does excellent work. So what's the oh, problem? Yeah. In fact, he's the one that referred me to you. Okay. What's the so, problem? So after we signed the contract with him, we submitted the architectural forms to our HOA architectural committee, they approved the driveway, they approved the brick columns next to our front steps, and they disapproved of the wall that we were going to put in place of our concrete edging. They said it was too high and that it wasn't retaining anything and that they suggested that we should put the brick wall, instead of going from the sidewalk in the front of our house, up towards the front of our house and yeah, around towards but, but our But all of this detail probably isn't necessary for the problem. Okay. Let's get so to anyway, what they're bugging you about. Bottom line is we continued on with our project. We finished it in, our, in mid-October. They sent us something. They, they sent us a fine. They fined us. Why, why'd, they find, why'd they fine you? Because we were not in compliance. Oh, so you went and built it even though they didn't approve yes. it. Yes, because we thought, we thought it was going to look nice, and it looks really nice. And so so when did they start fining you? Uh, they started fining us in late October. Uh, oh, man. So HOA started fining. How much are those fines up to? Are they recurring fines? They, they fined us a total of $403 up until mid-December. Then what? And then we requested to meet with the board. So yeah. we met with the board, and we said we really want you guys to approve this. It looks nice. And we showed, and they could see what it looked like. And so they said, we'll get back to you. They, they sent us a letter saying, no, we don't approve of it still. We will be willing to work with you on modifications to your wall. So we called a lawyer. Lawyer said, you know, they're not really going to pursue this, I don't think, because you guys have a pretty good case. I, I don't so think said, you have any case whatsoever. And how could your attorney ever say that to you? Because he, because he said they let you put in the brick columns next to your stairs. 
Yeah, but they 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 did not accept the wall from the beginning. So you don't you don't have a good case at all. I mean, I'm not saying, by the way, I agree with them. I think HOAs can be uh, stupid and and you know cumbersome. But in this particular case, and I don't and and I probably agree with you that your wall is good and all that. And they probably don't have a good reason for turning it down. However, however arbitrary it is, they told you right up front and you went and built it anyway. So but I don't even problem, understand how your attorney says you have a good case. The contract and it would have cost us more money to No, I I don't know about your reasoning. That's not an issue here with me. I'm saying why would your attorney say you have a pretty good case when they told you up front they didn't well, want didn't it and you did it anyway. Case he said you if if it went to court you pro- you would have a good chance of winning. Okay. I think you'd lose, by the way, but go ahead, because here's why. They're going to charge, when they go to court, they assess everyone, including you, to fight yourself. But Right. But, and and right. it would cost thousands to get into court. And exactly. They're st- and, and again, I'm on your side, but I, I have to tell you that HOAs are written in such a way, covenants, that they can be completely arbitrary, completely, just Which so you know. In this case, yeah. I mean, they don't even have to have rhyme or reason. So where is it in the stream of time right now? Did you end up settling with the board or what? What's going on? No. So what ended up happening, we went to another lawyer and he said, you know, you guys, you know, this could cost you $50,000 and you still may lose your case. That guy is honest. So, yes. So anyway, so we said, okay, we're going to write back to the board saying, because they sent us a bunch of recommendations. We said, okay. We'll do your recommendation. By the way, did any of the recommendations say you had to tear it out, or were they willing to let you modify things? No, the recommendations said we had to cut layers of the brick off because the wall was too high. Okay. So I called Tony because he's going to be the guy that— If you could do me a favor and skip the process and go to the end— because okay, so you called Tony, Tony that. came, he did this, you did that. Let's get to the no, end. Tony didn't come yet. Tony, right. so I called right. Tony, and that's why Tony referred me to you, because Tony said, yeah, I'll do it for you. He said, if, if they tell, him, tell him how much brick you want to cut off your wall, and he said, I'll do it. But he said, your wall looks good to begin with, and he said, <laughs> I don't. It's not an issue of looking good. See, here's what I can't stand. Did they give you an absolute reason why your wall was too high and what, what the harm was? Did they? they? They said that it looked too high from the south side. Okay, and that's all that matters. And it's only, and it's only 10 inches high from the rock on the south side. Okay, so they so want you to cut it back. They want us to cut it down. Okay, and I'm telling you, no matter what, okay, I, I, he probably told you to call because we hate homeowners associations that are unreasonable and HOAs, but we always tell people don't bother fighting them. In fact, they like you fighting them because not one of them is personally responsible for the fight. They're fighting with other people's money. They don't care. It's, it's a power play for them. You may have one guy that had a bad day. You might have another guy that feels inadequate in the bedroom. You can have all kinds of issues and they take it to the board. I'm not kidding you that th- yeah. these are small minded little peeny brains. And and, and that's con- what we're convinced. Go we're ahead. Convinced they did this because we went ahead with our project. That's right. It wouldn't matter. I'm telling you, yeah. I have had people I've been in these fights and then I realized, wait a minute, Tom, 
It's not against you personally, although you feel it is. It's them. They need this power. They're the clipboard patrol. You need fighting them is absolutely useless. It's useless. Listen, we've had people out of anger spend 50 and 60 thousand dollars we've had people that went through and won and guess what they lost because they spent a hundred grand right right here's the other thing read all your uh docs with that hoa very closely because a lot of times if you do sue them and they end up prevailing you pay all their legal fees as well Well, and that that is the case with our hoa we would end up this is the worst battle you could ever be ever be involved in your first mistake no matter how arbitrary and silly was going ahead and building it anyway thinking who cares it looks good that right there right there drew a line in the sand you were never going to get approved for that in fact you are lucky that they just want you to cut it back and not remove it completely don't automatically renew insurance ever. You could be paying way too much. Get free comparisons on all your policies. No obligation insurance checkup. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran will show you how to time, position, and bracket your contract. This protects your best interest and helps you net more money on the sale of your home. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. I'm Tom Martino, and I recommend that you call at the first sign of trouble with a problem, question, or complaint. This hour brought to you by Silverleaf Mortgage. If you're looking for a reverse loan, silverleafmortgage.com, 720-REVERSE. Equity is low, is high, I mean, and interest rates are low, which is a great time for reverse loans. You can find out more about Silverleaf Mortgage as well in our magazine, 303consumer.com. You can download your digital copy there, 303consumer.com. Silverleaf, what they're really, really interested in is helping seniors. And they even have a nonprofit foundation that can offer you a low-interest loan grant or um, no-interest loan, either a no-interest, low-interest, or a grant to get your house fixed up for the appraisal, so you get the highest appraisal possible for a reverse loan. 720 reverse. Andrew wants my opinion on this. Go ahead, Andrew. What's going on with you? Yes, uh, I'm planning uh, for my retirement and I'm looking for good financial advisor. And I would like to know about the business. Tucker Financial Advisor in yeah. Lakewood, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, here, here's the thing. When you ask me about certain financial advisors, I really, all I can go by is if I've had complaints about them, but that doesn't always tell me they're great people. For example, and neither does the Better Business Bureau. Let me explain. This one guy, um, what was his name, Mark? The guy that is in prison. He has a a rating with the Better Business Bureau. He's in prison. Don Eiley. Don Eiley. We never got complaints about the guy, so on the surface, he seemed like a great accountant, but he was bad. When it comes to financial advisors, you may have people tell you, these people do great for me, and then it turns out that they're cheating, and it's a big Ponzi scheme. So 
The only thing I can say is this, Andrew. You can't really evaluate the services, the people, as well as you can the products. If you look at financial products, that's what tells you if it's for real. And so many times people tout crazy financial products. They all have the earmarks of scams. And when you do that, that tells you to stay away from them. Now, here's the part that's weird. Even good financial people can be sucked in by scam products. Or they can offer great products. Now, here's the thing. If they're bad products, they admit they made a mistake and they move on. Bad guys try to cover up their mistakes. So I don't know anything about Tucker Financial Advisors, but I can tell you what to look out for with financial advisors. And, and here's what you look out for. Total transparency. Unlike other fields, when I go to a mechanic or I get some uh, uh, suit uh, dry cleaned or I, get, uh, uh, I buy clothing, I don't care what the raw materials cost or how much people are making, but when it comes to financial services, I want to know exactly what is being sold. And for everything being sold, I want to know what part of the dollar goes back to the planner in any way, shape, or form. Now, some planners may do percentage of assets managed, meaning if you give them 100000 and they work on two points, then they work on $2,000. And that's 2000 a year for 100000 If they raise your, your, your portfolio to 200000 then it raises their 2%. Some work on commissions. Now, that could be dangerous because you don't want them pushing you toward things that carry commissions. So the very first thing you ask financial planners, the very, very, very first thing is, first of all, what does their financial house look like? Are they wealthy? What is their net worth? You know, this is funny, but people never ask that. Like, I don't want a kid that went to a weekend seminar to be selling me a financial product that he couldn't afford. And I don't want people selling me products and, and doing things they wouldn't do. And I only want a financially successful financial planner. So you want to first know about their trans, you want transparency, full transparency, which includes a full disclosure of their net worth and how they got there. And I'm serious. Oh. Okay. The next thing is the next thing is how do they make their money on each and every product they're offering you? How do they make their money? And and if you get those two things and ask enough questions of enough advisors, you'll find it. But Andrew, rather than looking for advisors, I want to ask you what is your goal right now? I want to ask, and I will have some guaranteed uh, recommendations. I, I when I say guaranteed, meaning not to rip you off. What is your net worth? Well, I try to generate extra income for myself because Social Security is not enough. Okay, so what is what is your net worth? What do you own and what do you owe and what is the net difference? What is your net worth? Uh, you mean how much I have? 
Yes, how much? What are you worth? How much money? Let's break it down. If you don't mind, Andrew, I know this may sound a little uncomfortable, but I promise you, you, you called the right place to absolutely analyze what you should be doing. And you're right. Social Security is not enough. Working is not enough. They're all in combination. And there is no magic. So hold on and please have some patience. If you, if you can hold on, I will help you. There's a reason Frank Duran sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell all year. He's a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Simply put, he'll sell your property for more money. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't pay more than you have to. Free insurance comparisons. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK. As with all financial planning, okay, you need to know if you need financial planning first. Not all people need financial planning. They don't. If you don't have a lot, you don't need it. Now, that doesn't mean you don't need a strategy of some kind, like cutting spending and all that, but a financial plan, you don't necessarily need. But there's lots of other ways, too. I mean, we don't know how much money this guy's talking about. Right. If you've got money to buy a McDonald's franchise, that's about as turnkey as it gets. You'll have money every single well, month forever. Again, with financial planning, though, you need full transparency. And what Mark was talking about is active or passive. Very few people, when they talk about financial planning, are talking about an active plan. They're talking about a passive plan. You need to know your net worth and the planner's net worth and the planner's investing practices and the products and how will they be compensated. So I just want to go over this and those listening will learn a lot because it'll help you. It's just a logical thing. Andrew, what is your net worth? For example, what is your yearly income? Let's take there. What is your yearly income? Uh, 70000 Okay. And how do you make that 70000 Well, working. Okay. And how old are you? I'm 66. Okay. How long are you going to work? I'm planning to go into retirement now. Do you have a home? Yes. And what's the equity in it? Uh, I would say 600. Is the equity? Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. So you have 600 to the good. You owe any on it? No. Okay, good. Home equity, 600000 How much in the bank? Uh, 49. About, about 49 grand. Okay. And, and so uh, what about other savings? Do you have a 401k? Do you have any kind of pension? Yeah. On the stocks. Okay. Uh, all together, stocks, 401k, everything. How much does it come to? Uh, 200. Okay. So really, again, you probably don't need a lot of financial planning. You just need some wisdom here on what to do. Are you going to cash out of the equity of that house and downsize so you can use that 600? Uh, I might. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I am not recommending you do anything except uh, I do want to tell you that there are different ways to attack it. 
the equity in your home, and I want people to understand this when I say this and not be not go crazy. Equity does no good to you whatsoever. Zero. If you're older and living there, it does no good. So equity, as Mark said, you can sell it, take the money and have a smaller place. Now, having a paid off home is a wonderful thing, but many times having a paid off home with a lot of equity and having a paid off home with less equity, it would be better to have less equity because unless you're going to convert the equity, equity has no value. It really doesn't. It's just sitting there. And the way you convert equity is by selling it and downsizing or by doing a reverse loan. And I say a reverse loan as opposed to a regular loan because a reverse loan, you just stay there the rest of your life and you have no payment and you can live off about 50% of the equity and a little more maybe if you're older. Um, Again, that's not necessarily viable for everyone. There's another thing you can do too. And I don't ever recommend taking a loan out on your house and investing it, no matter how low rates are. I just don't think that's a good idea. I don't think home equity should be gambled with. So at 66, 600,000 in equity, that home, by the way, is going to count against you when you want to do long-term care, if you ever need it. Just keep that in mind. Whereas if you had a loan on it, like a reverse, and I'm not trying to talk you into a reverse, I'm just talking. With a reverse loan, 125% of value is put on it uh, as far as a lien. So there's no equity showing if you ever need long-term care. Um, So there are many benefits to having equity, many benefits to converting the equity into money that you can use. Like with with a half a million, you can probably find a decent, and I need to underscore that, annuity that'll pay between two and 4000 a month. Now, Mark, are you sure you can get that much with that? I think so. Now, an, an annuity is not a bad idea. If you could, but that would, would mean you don't have a house. You have, you'd have to cash your equity out to buy it. An annuity is buying cash flow. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I would get, uh, you have to be really careful. That's why I said, you need financial planners that you know how they make their money. But I don't think you would be in a position, I would not have a regular financial planner. If I were you, I would go to people who sell products and make a commission on it because that commission is just built in and I wouldn't pay someone yearly a fee for managing an estate as small as yours. I wouldn't waste the money, but I would go to people I trust to kind of do that. And I'm not even sure, Mark, if if a stock account is smart for him at his age. I don't think so. It's usually the problem with that is you might be holding on to something for six months to a year or taking a loss. Yeah. So, Andrew, what you're doing, if if you have um, a 401k and you have other things, the only thing I would probably look at is if you ever, do do you want to stay in your home the rest of your life? Uh, No. Okay. I was thinking about the reverse mortgage. Uh. I don't think that would be good for him. Not now. No, I don't think now it would. No, no. because you won't get enough. You won't get enough of the equity, and you know you want to. I would if if I were you. If you were in that home when you're seventy, that wouldn't be a bad idea to get a reverse loan on. I mean, you could always pay it off once you leave. Or, but it would give you the security of a home and some cash access to your cash. But again, that's not that's not the end all. You have savings, and you're going to – what is your Social Security going to be every month? 
approximately? Uh, I would say uh, around 2000 Yeah. So if I were you, I would probably buy an annuity with the equity in my home and downsize. But what size is your home right now? 600 You, you know, I, the only thing I'm going to disagree on that is I don't think I'd buy anything right now. No. Sell it at the top Not and now. go rent one of these 8 million apartments you're building. Right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to buy anything right now, but you do want to sell it if you can get a good dime. What size is your house? Uh, I would say 2500 Yeah. I, you know... This is a tough situation. You're working. You're making pretty good money. You have very. You have really a small amount of money, two hundred thousand in savings of all kinds. That's cash, stocks, and retirement. That's not a lot of money. In fact, that's not enough to retire on. So that, along with Social Security, will get you a pretty meager retirement. Okay, it's not going to be. Uh, you, but you can cash out of a qualified plan and buy an annuity with, I th- can you buy an annuity inside of a qualified plan? Do you know? I think you, that, I don't know. I, I know, would assume you can. And here I'm going to, you know, we have a lot of good financial people who would have recommendations, but I'm going to tell you the problem you're in right now. You're too small. You're too big to do nothing and too small to get serious you're really in a weird kind of grouping right there so So, you're not doing anything go ahead uh buying annuity is it is it uh, for lifetime what an annuity does hey and yes you can definitely roll them over into the right annuity yeah you can if you get if you have a lump sum of cash okay you can take a lump sum of cash and you literally buy income. You give up some liquidity, but yes, it would be, they would do an actuarial table and then pay out a monthly fee and for, for life. That's okay. what, in fact, it's one of the few options people do have that don't have a lot of money. It does because uh, these companies, insurance companies are really smart at investing and they can give you a good amount of money, but you give up liquidity, okay? And, and it makes it so a lot of people can't go out and blow their nest egg on something. Right. I don't think it's a bad idea, but you have to wonder, where am I going to get the lump sum? Because home equity is all you have, and you need a place to live. So you're in a quandary there. But I'm going to recommend you to some uh, financial people off the air just to talk to but frankly, you're too small for them, but they may have some suggestions, or we can get them on the air. APO Financial. These are good guys we've known for years. Frankly, you're small as far as in their category, but they would probably talk to you. If we can get them on the air, we will. Hold on. Time for a little troubleshooter trivia. Who does Mark Major and Tom Martino use anytime they buy property in Colorado? Who sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell in a year? And who's a certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience? You know the answer. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't ever trust a cowboy with clean boots, a plumber with clean hands, or insurance with no comparison. Free insurance checkups. Call Compass Insurance. Home and Auto, 303-771-HELP. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Help me 
Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Welcome to the show. Now, uh, one of the things, one of the cases we handled here was to do, had to do with uh, Champagne Motors. Just suddenly closed up, 2900 South Broadway. There were a number of cars there, including Desiree's car. Her car lost, lost power. She had brought it there. One day she goes there. They're not there. Mark said an impound yard was called to come pick them up. So imagine having your car at a shop one day, and the next day it's in an impound lot for no reason. I mean, nothing you've done wrong. That we know of. Well, yeah, you leave your car for service. It's now in an impound lot. No, so, my point is if she dropped it off for six months and disappeared, I'd have it towed too. But this wasn't the case. No, it wasn't. So Desiree. Yes. He was. He said, he texted Suzanne, right, Suz? He said to call, have her call. Y- yes, they yes, wanted her to call, call the tow okay, yard. Okay, so you called and what did you find out? Uh, they they uh, they said they have an Audi. They don't even know if it is my Audi. I'd have to go take a look. Well, obviously, then I'd have to pay the I'd have to pay the impound fee plus whatever they charge per day for holding it. So, Tom. Oh my God! This guy calls and says, "Get these cars off my lot. I'm closing business." And these people are stung that the customers now have to pay the impound. So Mark gave me a phone number that he thought was attached to Champagne Motors. I called it. I think it was the tow driver. He gave me his boss's number named Roman. Roman was nice, says if I texted him the VIN, he could tell me how much was owed and everything else. Yeah, but why should these people have to pay? I'm just trying to figure out what the status is before we try to work something out, Tom. Yeah, but the bad guy is the guy that owned the shop. It's not the tow people. I know that. I know that. But, you know, I mean, golly, but don't you think the people that tow should ask for authority to tow? I mean, yeah, but if it's you don't a shop, own a car, you're right. If it's your if, shop. Yeah, if it was at my house and you were towed there, I right. could have a tow truck come grab your vehicle. You're right. But she was there at no fault of her own. I mean, Desiree, how long was your car there? About um, This week would probably make about three weeks. And when you dropped it off? Did he say he would, what did he say? I'm going to look at it and let you know, or did you say, I'll call yeah, you? Yeah, and, and then he called me back the next day and told me that my, my, uh, there was no pressure in my motor. And what did he say to do? I told him, I'd let me figure out what I'm going to try to do. I was going to try to find some place to put it. Okay, so hold you on know? now, Desiree. You took it there. The very next day, he told you, there's no pressure in your engine. You said... Let me think about what to do with it. And then did you call him back and tell him what to do with it? I, I, I you know, I've been going through a lot right okay, now. Okay, so Desiree, I'm not trying to make this about you or make it hard on you. I'm asking, yeah, yeah. I'm just asking straight up. It's kind of a different little I, I was, story. That's, now, why I was going, that's why I was going down there on Friday. To yeah, talk but it was two him. weeks later. Yeah, but Tom, they're in the middle but of I like remodeling cold. now. I mean, this the place is like bulldozed or no, something, but right? He, here's what I'm. But here's what I'm saying, Suze. Let let's let's map this out. She drops her car off. The guy calls her the next day and says, "You're going to basically need an engine." She says, 
Let me get back to you on what to do with it. Two weeks later, she calls him back. Okay, this guy, did he try calling her during that two weeks, maybe? I mean, now listen, I'm trying to give him every benefit of the doubt. It's not like she drops it off one day and the next day it's towed. So Desiree, you said you were going to get back to him. And did you get back to him at all during the next two weeks? Desiree? Desiree? We got to figure out what's going on there. Look, maybe it's a little different. This guy's going out of business. I think business. you picked up the wrong line, Tom. It's oh, three. I'm sorry. I pick. Okay. Oh, I picked up four. You're right. Sorry, Desiree. I'm sorry. Did you? Okay. When you told him you were going to get back to him, did you get back to him? Not. I, I tried calling him, and there was never a call okay. back. Okay. Okay. Did you leave a message for him? Yes. Okay. Did he ever try calling you at all? Do you know? Not, Not that you know. I, I Not called. that you know, right? Listen, no. here's the thing. Is he going to say, look, she abandoned it. She left it there and never called me back. What is he going to say? The car was a junk. But, but, and let's, let's examine that, Desiree. I'm not trying to stick up for this guy, but what I'm trying to do is examine every option. Let's say if your car needs an engine, what year is it? A 2009. Okay. Would you, were you going to put an engine in it? Uh, uh, at one point, yes. Not right away because I don't have the money saved up for it. So you were going to take the car and store it somewhere. Where were you going to store it? You said you got back to him. So what were you going to tell him? I was going to, I had talked to my mother-in-law. I was going to store it, store it there. Okay. So is she still, she'll let you store it there? No, not now. Why? Because they had uh, they put uh, they had to put one of my nephews there. Hmm. So where would you put it if you got it back right now? It doesn't have an engine. Yeah, what's right the value of this I, thing? What what's the value I, of it? Well, to me, it's uh, no, 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 no. What what can you sell it for? It, well, the the body is in excellent condition. What kind? What body? Get, what is it? What kind of car? Oh no, A four Audi. Oh nine. An 09 A4 Audi with a blown engine. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be big dollars. It will? Yeah, I think so. Even a used engine's not going to come cheap. No, I mean, what will the car be worth without an engine? Oh, God, I have no idea. How many miles on the car? There's not very many miles on it at all. I don't even know right now. Well, Desiree was not not given... She was not given the choice. It seems unfair, though, that she's got to pay all these impound fees. I, I don't know why this guy didn't just call her. I bet he says he did, but he won't come on. All he well, does is text. What is can this guy's name? even afford to tow it out of there if, let's say, it was free to get it out of there? I don't even know if that's the case. Good point. Yeah, even if he said, come and get it, Desiree, could you come and get it? No, because I don't even... Uh, what I like is to get the stuff out if I, you know... Because what stuff? Some of the stuff in the back. What stuff? Uh, in the in the trunk, I have stuff of my mother's who passed away on New Year's Day. Oh man! Do you think Oklahoma. these guys? Do you think these guys would give her any of her stuff? Most of these places are only required to give stuff like car seats and medication. We can plead with Roman after I give him the VIN Listen, number. Roman's not the bad guy here. He's no. the, he's the tow yard. Okay, he's in the middle. But what about Roman? If she can't afford this, it's a piece of junk. You can still get a few hundred bucks for it. Can she get her stuff out of the back? I'm sure this guy, in fact, I'll make sure this guy actually does that 
if she's going to sign the title over, but I don't hear that from her. Would you sign the title over if he let you empty out the car, the trunk? Mark, would we... Would you, Desiree? Yeah. Desiree, I want to ask you something. I'm sure we can figure that Hold out. Hold on. I want to ask you something. Um, this this truck, I mean, this car, you don't have anywhere to put it. I, I, it's unfortunate. What's the name of the guy from Champagne? We don't have his name. What's his name? Larry. Larry. Larry Coerner. K-O-E-R-N-E-R. K-O-E-R-Y. He's the one that texted you where it was, right, Suzanne? It, it was a Facebook page message. Ask, why don't you ask the Facebook page, like, why did you call these people? Just if we can get anything The owner else. is Larry. What's his last name? Do we have it? K-O-E-R or something? Larry, sell your car. Larry. I mean, this Larry guy we got to talk to. Larry, why did you, why didn't you call her and tell her to come and get the car or at least whatever? And how many cars were towed out of there? Did the guy say? Multiple is all I know. More than one. You know, this is... I know when I was here, this car lot was almost full. Well, yeah. Plus, he had some in the back. Suze, do you have Larry's last name? K-O-E-R-N-E-R. That's in as in Nancy. Coroner, K-O-E-R-N-E-R. And it does say he's the owner of Champagne Motors. Did you owe anything to Larry? No, he didn't do anything. Well, I mean, diagnose. I don't know if he did or didn't. Desiree, how did you know Larry at Champagne Motors? Um, well, like I told you yesterday, when my dad, when my father passed away, I wanted to find a place that did specialized in Audis, and and they seemed like reasonable guys, you know, honest people. Like what? Out of curiosity, change. out of curiosity, I've heard this before, and I need to know what you mean. What does "seems honest" mean? What does that mean? Well, they, you know, you you know, like when I came in. They, you know, I came in one day. I was the very first customer. They and? didn't have change for a hundred, but he gave me because I got an oil change, and he gave me something to put in my fuel in my fuel tank. He's like, "This equals out to what we owe you for a hundred dollars." <laughs> that sounds like the opposite of what did he do? <laughs> Instead of giving her change for the hundred, he gave her some additive, <laughs> and then oh no, I don't even Desiree. know what to say to that. This is, uh, let's see if we can get the stuff out of the trunk at least. Instead of that 80 bucks, here's a can of something. I use a compass to find my way and compass insurance to wade through the home and auto insurance maze. All policies compared and checked. I know I'm getting the best rates for my coverage. You can too. 303-771-HELP. Free, no obligation insurance checkup. 303-771-HELP. Five-star professional customer service award winner, nine years in a row. One of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with REMAX Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-8255. Icon Eye Care gave me the gift of perfect vision. They can give you near-perfect vision or perfect vision. You know, sometimes people need a reader here and there, but one thing is for sure. The lenses they put in will never grow old. They will never fog. They will never, ever go bad. And you don't, uh, you know, in addition to that, you will never have cataracts. That's Icon Eye Care. Now, I had the clear lens exchange. People keep asking, Tom, why didn't you have LASIK? I did have LASIK. And then my arts continued to get older. LASIK does not stop your eyes from aging. It just alters your lens. 
So I decided to replace my lens completely. And that's what they do with a clear lens exchange. Now, people with cataracts, they do a, a, a lens exchange, um, but it's not clear lens. They're getting rid of their, their, their um, you know, cataracts. And they can pay for the upgrade and get the focusable lenses. But basically what I had done was a clear lens exchange, which means I had cataract surgery, but they put in these multifocal lenses that can see near and far, and now it's done. IconEyeCare.com. So, so if someone's on Medicare, or yeah. they'll yeah. pay, you, they'll, pay words, for, they'll if, take Medicare, but then you just pay for the upgrade. If you have cataracts. Wow. Yeah, because Medicare pays for cataract surgery. Then you but get you, the newest and best. That's right, but you pay for the, the upgraded lens. Now, I had... I didn't have cataracts. I just went for a clear lens exchange. It's well worth it. The best money I've ever spent. I have perfect vision that will never deteriorate. 866-GOT-ICON. 866-GOT-ICON. So uh, I just can't say enough. Now, Tom, he has uh, he's an insurance adjuster and has a perspective. I imagine he's listened to the show now and then and has a perspective on uh, adjusting and on claims. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, you were talking earlier about um, the the restoration process. Oh yes, and and there's two pieces of this, and I don't know that you recognize this. Maybe you do, but you didn't mention it. The first part's mitigation, and the second part is restoration. Right. And what when you talked about all drive, sounded like mostly they did the mitigation, right? Drying it out, and then the and, and the part drying is the it out, the drying it out, and stopping a further damage. Right. Correct. So where the problem kind of comes in, and, and there's really good mitigation contractors and restoration contractors out there, and there's really bad ones. There's just a right. board. That's right. But but the the really even the good ones can kind of get into a trap, and in as much as that they start taking out in their mitigation, and it. it Maybe they don't take enough out. They're trying to dry it with fans and DUs, but it's not going to work very well. And so they just need to take out, let's say, the wet material, whether it be drywall or whatever. And then they think they're saving you money, maybe, that you're not going to have to do too much. But when it gets right down to it, it ends up having to cut out more of of the drywall. They end up having to do more of that work. And then the restoration becomes a bigger project, too. So even, I mean, even if you got a $1,000 deductible, it's a really difficult situation to hit that moving target because you don't know how long it's going to dry out. Now, the bad restoration contractors do very little cutout, and they just go in there with all these VHUs and whatever, and they just try to just dry it. And some things you just can't dry. You can't bring water out of a, of a rubber pad, so to speak, of a sponge. And you can't, you know, so you've got to take some of that stuff up. The restoration people um, many times are trying to follow up and fix what the mitigation folks are screwing up, really. So even though you might think they're trying to save you money in the long run, you probably are going to turn the damn thing in anyway to your insurance company because the money's going to get big. Uh, I say, you know, Tom, I see exactly what you're saying. You're right. So you want a mitigation company. That does proper mitigation, but doesn't really, if they, if they shortcut it, it's what you're saying is you're going to pay the piper one way or the other, either in the beginning or when you rebuild. 
Yes, and if you shortcut it, you don't necessarily make save any money. All you've done is shortcut it. Or you've shifted you've shifted the insurance claim from the rest from the uh, you know the the mitigation part to the restoration part. And and one other piece I wanted to kind of throw out there. Just throwing DHUs in there does not really, fans and DHUs does not do much. Some of these guys make all their money on renting this equipment I know. In, the, in there and leaving it. I know. And they just leave it there. It's kind of like, well, I don't have to store it because I'm uh, stored for, you know, $10 in a spot or whatever. I'm just going to leave it there for two weeks, drying the hell out of this place. It's not going to solve it. And then they're going to send a bill for two weeks of drying that is just not you know, it's ridiculous. If it takes more than three days to dry it, then they should have cut the materials out. Okay, that's I, I, good points made. Seriously. Now, we still have yet another update. Hold on. Desiree, she took her car to Champagne Motors. The guy uh, shut down Champagne Motors and had all the cars towed out of there. Now, she's stuck with a big bill, and, and the car's not even worth it, and she wants to get the stuff out of the trunk. But... I say Champagne Motors and Larry Corner, the guy who who he basically screwed these people by just shutting down supposedly without notice and not letting them come get their cars, according to her. And as a result, it ended up in a in a in a um, compound or an impound yard. Go ahead. What's going on? Okay, Tom. So two things. So the first thing is that apparently uh, Roman said that. The owner of Champagne Motors wasn't paying his rent and all this stuff. His lease was up, so he got kicked out. Now, I don't know what kind of strings Rod Greer pulled with JFR Cars, our referral list member, but he called me. He said he knows Roman. Roman said if she'll get it out in the next 48 hours, 265 bucks. No daily fees, nothing, but it's got to be in the next 48 hours. Wow. Hey, Desiree, did you hear yeah. that? If you pay two hundred and sixty bucks, sixty-eight bucks, you can get your car out. Okay, but what if I can't get the money because you know? Well, you need more reason. than money. You need someone to tow it. Well, I yeah. don't, Desiree. I don't know. I mean, I assume you were prepared to pay something because you had it in there to be well, I'm pretty sure I can it. get the money together. But you know. And then you, then you guys are talking about if I was ready to Suzanne, would, the would, they, would you ask Roman if he'd take the title in exchange for her emptying it? She has no place to I'll put ask. it, no way of towing, and no way of coming up. And we appreciate JFR cars getting involved. We do appreciate that. Oh, oh I my bet God. it was over eight. Tanya, what's going on? Hello, Tanya. What's up? What's Martina? up with you? What's up with you? Uh, um, I'm here in upstate New York. It's Tanya with Pikes Peak Dating, Tom. Tanya with Pikes Peak Dating. <laughs> yeah. Why would I know her? She's a new referral list member of ours. In and upstate she misses New York. Us. In upstate New yeah. York. Oh, my God. But so, wait yeah. a minute. So, you're online then. You're online for dating. I, I'm a secret operative mission. So, people in Colorado can use it? Hell yeah, dude, there's people in New York coming, to, there's people in Colorado coming to New York. She sounds like a fun gal. Now, hold on, seriously, the name is, is the website pikespeakdating.com. I got rid of it because I couldn't afford it anymore. So where do people find Pikes Peak Dating? I, word of mouth. 
It's Wait, smartest. do you have a website, though? No, but she's on her referral list. She's on the referral list, but she doesn't have a website. No. Okay, hold on. She's, are you are you at an event right she, now? She's partying right now. Tanya, seriously, I want to know how do we tell people how does Pikes Peak dating work? I need Let's to know not that. forget it's 3.30 in New York, so it's much later there. How does it work? Uh... You guys already know. You're you guys are peekabooing. Okay. <laughs> she said she could get me married if I wanted. Okay. Now here's what I want to ah. know. I want to know how does it work and how do people uh, use it? Okay. She's on the referral list. Mark, I, you signed her up, didn't you? You you were saying one of you said yes. it was. No, no, but n all kidding aside, you said Tom, this isn't like the other ones. This That's is right. Pre it's pretty legit. Well, what she does is she has functions, but we told her to call when she's got a function going on, when she has a mixer or a get-together, because generally what she does is she gets people together at a function, and hopefully they meet the love of their life. I prefer blenders instead of mixers, Mark. Okay, so listen, it's Pikes Peak Dating on the referral list. I just looked it up, and it says... They have a team in Colorado that brings events to Colorado and the surround the uh, Colorado Springs and the surrounding areas. Does she have an event she wants to? She has parties, and they have um, speed dating, and they have several nights of face to face meetings. So, ask her when the next event is. By the way, she's got great reviews here. Seriously, yeah, she's gotten good results. And she sounds like she's having fun. So find out what it's the next... not just honestly, it's not just for straight people. We'll yet. find out. We'll find out when the next event is. Did you know Frank Duran's listings sell for thousands over the market? Frank will share with you what very few agents know. The seven critical nerve points in contract negotiations to protect your best interest and net you top dollar at closing. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at FrankDuranHomes.com. A free, no-obligation comparison of all your coverage. The Insurance Checkup, sponsored by Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. Here to help you solve problems, to answer questions, and to take complaints. Now, on the never-ending story of Desiree and her car and Champagne Motors that closed down without notice and, and clients had their cars towed, Suzanne has yet another update. I Stay do. tuned, Desiree. I, yes. I, I have two. I have Rod Greer asking Roman if they, he will take the title in exchange for her getting her things out. But I asked Champagne Motors via Facebook messaging, can you please let us know why Desiree wasn't given the opportunity to get her car before it was towed? She said nobody called her. She's devastated. They said didn't have her phone number. We told her her engine needed to be replaced, and she said she'd call back but never did. Saw her in person when told. Okay. So that's their side. And it's exactly what I said. She probably, they didn't know what to do. She left them hanging, but hold on. Did they try calling her back? Did they say they did? Said he didn't have her phone number to call yeah. her back. But yeah, I know about my engine being blown because he called me the very next day. They say you, they saw you in person. I'm just giving messages, Desiree. They said they saw yeah, you in yeah. person. I, I, we saw each other the night that I dropped it off. We didn't see each other face to face. Hey, Desiree, I, I want to ask a few questions. You. I want to ask a few questions right now. You lost both your mom and dad, right? Yes. How old are you? Six months. 
I'm 40. And, and are, I, I have a 40-year-old brother with Down syndrome that lived with my father. And are you taking and that my, it, Are you taking care of him now? No, well, right now he's back up in uh, Fort Lupton. Okay, and I get, I get partial uh, custody, shared custody of him. And Desiree, um, do you have income? I do not right now. The only person working in my in my relationship is my boyfriend. And how long you been with Part, your boyfriend? Ten years, and nine of that years of those years, he's been fighting colon cancer. So, how is he doing now? He is actually in remission. Uh, he goes in every six months for endoscopies because he, they have what they call FAP, where his body just produces polyps. He had stage three, almost stage four colon cancer. So you are right now with a partner you've been with for 10 years? Yes. Oh, that's good. You're not alone. Okay, so you guys get along okay, and he helps you because he's working, and he, he helps yes. you. Well, that's really good. Yes. Okay, are you capable of working, or are you disabled in any way? Um, I, I met this coming Monday, I actually go, I'm going in for surgery, and then with my brother with Down syndrome, um, he needs 24-hour attention, 24-hour care when he's around. What kind of uh, surgery are you having? I have golfer's elbow. Oh, I'm having it. Uh, I've but, already had one elbow done. I'm getting the other one and when done you, Monday. When you do work, what kind of work do you do? I do home health care, uh, house cleaning. Are you going to get back to work after you get better? Yeah. Okay. And you guys have a place to live right now. Uh, we are, we are we live in low income housing. Okay, well that's good. I'm just trying to keep you from falling off the cliff with too many problems because it sounds like you're in an area where you're just teetering. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want yeah. I want to make sure it doesn't get so deep we can't get you out. Because right now this car thing, I I know it has sentimental value to you, but I don't think it's worth getting. I really don't. No, no way. And see, that's my own. That was my only mode of transportation. That was my only motive. But, but it's dead. But right now, I know. Yeah. I know. It, now, you know, does I your boyfriend? That. Does your boyfriend have a car? Um, right now, because of being in low income and, and the coronavirus, we are we are unable to like to get a car right this moment. So you two are without. How does he get to work? Um, a friend of mine is loaning me her vehicle. My gosh. That's not going to last too long, huh? So he needs to find a vehicle, doesn't he? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, in any case, Desiree, we're going to try to figure out a way for you to get those photos and stuff of your mom out of the car. I'm sure they'll exchange it. I'm sure they'll do it. You sign the, the car over. You don't want that car. And then you need to work. You and your boyfriend need to work on getting a bang or something you can drive around, you know? Yeah. Maybe we can yeah. find a car to get donated to you guys. Can you guys get insurance? But, Which, but you'll yeah, have. We can. We uh, we do have an insurance company that we do go through because cool. of uh, it, it's a uh, relative of my uh, boyfriend. Good. If you can get insurance, you know, uh, we can probably find you a car. We have a number of different okay. sources. We'll check to try to get you a car. Okay, that would be awesome. And then your surgery is this week? Um, next week okay. on Monday. So check back with us after you know, your surgery. This poor woman, if, okay. I, if it wasn't for bad luck, none. She loses her parents. Right. Her car gets taken. 
without anything that she did wrong. And then on top of that, her boyfriend has Colon medical cancer. issues, cancer, and she's going up for surgery. I and mean, this brother, is crazy. Her brother with Down syndrome. Her brother with Downs, yeah. Holy moly. But Desiree, you have somebody that can help with your brother. You said you had partial custody. Where is he the other time? Um, with my dad's uh, former wife. Now, are you getting along with your dad's former wife? Yeah, we do. Good, good. We do. All right. I, I get a, I get along with her with with her son and everybody. Is that so. the boy's mother? The the one with yeah, Downs? That's not, it's not, no, uh, the, my brother, the one with Downs. He, uh, we share the same mother. So this woman takes care of him out of the goodness of her heart. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, so listen, Desiree, we have a plan if you stick with us to get you back on the road and get you back to work okay. and all that. All right. All right. Thank you so much. No problem. Hang on. You all know, right. I'd love some listeners to uh, maybe help out. help out on this one. Yeah. We're going to check Desiree, of course, to make sure it's all true. But this is, these are the kind of people we like helping, the ones who aren't totally desperate and, and, and unwilling to help themselves. She seems pretty willing to help herself. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. Don't trust your biggest investment to just anyone. Frank is a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Frank and his team are recognized as one of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. All right, let's go to Deputy Dan real quick. I'm hoping I'm hitting the button right. Dan, what's going on, man? Hey, Mark, do you hear me? I got you. Mark's not going to know this one, I don't think, Dan, because he wasn't here. What's the update? Okay, so um, I sent the emails to you, and and Tyrone, I've been talking to him over the weekend. He just got out of the hospital. This is a guy that had a Ghana scam where they were supposed to send a $10,000 now, now, he refused to believe he was being ripped off, though, Dan. That, that's right. It's, and, but you, and I sent you this email, Tom, if you can see it. So somebody actually impersonated you and sent it to him saying, go ahead and pay this extra money. Oh, my God. Did you tell him we didn't write it? Yes, I told him all that, and now he's, he knows he's been scammed, but he did... He did pay like 13000 I asked him why you did that. He says they just kept on asking for money. So it, it was a definite scam out of Ghana. I'm sure the lady who he knew over I there, don't know how they spoofed that email like that, though. Well, they didn't. <laughs> hold on. It says, hold on. They just made it. Martino Tom Martino at Gmail. Right. They just made a Gmail account. Oh, I'm looking. I see. I'm looking at where he forwarded it no, to me yeah, and yeah. our help. No, no. People can make all kinds of emails. I mean, and then he said it was from Tom Martino. People do that all the time. <laughs> Martino Tom Martino at gmail.com. Right. And so, you know, this sucks, man. Can you believe that they actually took advantage? So this guy does believe. What about the guy when he said he knew him his whole life? The, the lady, um, 
I, I don't know. I think he still believes she's a friend, but she had to been part of the, the scam. And not only that, I asked him, who knew you were talking to Tom Martino? And he says, nobody. So I don't know where they got this that they... Here's the... Uh, maybe a listener. Here's the letter I supposedly wrote. Uh, it's we're too late. Listen, we're going to continue this tomorrow, Dano. I really want to expose these people. Maybe it was poor. Dan the whole time. I'm, I'm telling you, this sucks, man. Anyway, do you see why we do what we do? We do this to protect people from all of this, yet they still get snagged. So please, tell people about the show. They'll be wiser for it, plus we'll have fun and save all your problems for me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 